0: Hello, hello, this is Erin again, and I'm the other half of Horsing Around with Kenny and Erin, and today we're gonna do something a little bit different. We gotta come out of some of this very dismal climate that we're in with all the stuff going on, the coronavirus and protesting that has to be done right now. So we'll keep up with all of those things, but let's do something a little bit more exciting we have a guest here today, and her name is Chantelle.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And Chantelle is going to do something fun today. She's going to read some of her erotica, and we hope to have her on here frequently. And so, Chantelle, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before you get started?
1: Well, I am Erotica Arthur. I've been writing for many years now. I am currently in the sex coaching program to become a certified sex coach. And also after that, I'm wanting to become a doula, just so that I can help people make sex more enjoyable and not such a stick on the image of sex itself. So I just wanna put the fun back into it. And so
0: for those who don't know what a doula is, uh, when I first heard that term, I associated it with a midwife. Is that close?
1: It is kind of close. They help you through the birthing process or before or after. So I want to be the one that helps you before, kind of like with the infertility and the sex part. But there's different types of doulas out there. I'm wanting to specialize on that kind of helps you if you're having problems with getting pregnant or having problems having sex. Which will kind of go hand in hand with the sex coaching that I'm already doing, which I'm almost done with that certification. Hopefully I'll be completed here in the next couple of months and uh, be able to um, go on to my certification for the doula.
0: And where are you getting the certification for the sex coaching?
1: Here in San Antonio at the Sexology Institute.
0: All right. How much longer do you have with that?
1: I actually only have a couple more courses before I start my clinical trials. All
0: right. What made you associate the doula with the sex coaching? How did that come about?
1: Well, you know what? I had a midwife during my okay. birth topper, And okay. I believe everything happens for a reason. And I was looking for ways to further my certifications after my sex coaching because I wanted more education. I wanted more ways to teach people. I'm always looking for different techniques to help people. I had a family member who was looking at becoming a doula as well. And she just came and she was like, I found this great doula school. And she was talking about it and I looked into it and it just felt this is your calling. This is what you've been looking for.
0: Going a little bit further with the erotica, have you always been a writer? Like did you do that in college? What made you want to do uh, this type of writing?
1: I started writing since I was like probably eight. I started writing poetry. Um, yeah, so, and it was funny because my parents found one of my poems and they were like, where did you copy this from? And I'm like, I didn't copy that, I wrote that. And they never believed me until they made me write a poem off the top of my head. And they were like, I cannot believe that you wrote this. Then I started writing like mm-hmm. short stories. And then just the erotic, you have to make sure that the sex scenes make sense and that it's necessary. Because not every story I write has sex in it because if it's not necessary, then it's no need for it. You can still have a good story. But I actually started writing again when I was working at the casino and going to school when I was wanting to work in the medical field. Mm-hmm. And I kept going to sleep and I kept getting caught by security. Uh-huh. So I started writing again to help me stay up because it kept my mind going. So I started writing erotic stories. And
0: interesting.
1: one of the workers there was like, what are you doing? And I let her read it. She was like, this is really good. Yeah. More people started reading it. And I just started writing more because they would ask, hey, do you got another story for me to read? So I just started writing more and more stories. And then that's just how I started doing the erotic stuff. All of that's interesting. And I, I would have never
0: thought about, you know, when you said the sex isn't always there because it's not necessary. That would have never occurred to me.
1: Right. And that's what big on everything happens for a reason, because I had stopped writing for a long time because I was so focused on medical field. That's what you're going to do. And as much as I do love the medical field, because I, I did finish my certification and I work in the medical field now. And as much as I love it, when I have the pen and paper, because I still love to do pen and paper, yeah, it, it feels right. And when I'm going and doing my reading and my assignments for my sexology courses, it feels like I'm holding it. Well,
0: we are looking forward to giving us a little taste of your erotica. What's the title of this short story that you're gonna share with us today?
1: This one, I wanted to kind of do the first one I ever wrote and it's called Dessert Before Dinner. And it's just about a couple going out on a date night to get away from the kids. This one's very short. It got to the point real fast and everything but you'll see in my other writings that they were longer, they had more dialogue. You can just see how I've grown so much as I've continued to write. And I've gone from like short stories to full on like writing like, you know, books. And I'm wanting to start actually an online erotic kind of soap opera series that I'm wanting to get started. So I'm very into writing and getting this you know off the ground
0: well any way that we can help support that
1: looking forward to it well thank you so much <laughs> okay we're listening Alrighty then so i actually turned this one in for an assignment for my sexology course but i do have plenty more where this came from so we made small chit chat as we were seated in the corner of the restaurant the restaurant to be very crowded on this particular day And even though we waited, the waitstaff was attempting to attend to everyone in a reasonable time. They were failing miserably. Finally, after 30 minutes, someone came to take me and my husband Derek's order after apologizing what seemed to be like a hundred times. I assured her that it was okay and went ahead and placed my order. When it was Derek's turn to order, he sat there and looked at the menu as if he hadn't had 30 minutes before the waiter got there. But that was Derek. He did this every time we came out. He finally made a decision. And after the waitress had completed our orders, she informed us that they were shorthanded on the floor, but also in the kitchen as well. It was going to be a little weight on the food. I looked over at Derek, who was clearly irritated. He really wanted to go somewhere else. But after we came here every year for our 10 year anniversary since, this was where we had our first date. 12 years ago when he finally built up the courage to ask me out on our first date. Now, after both graduating from college and two kids later, we were both in as much love as we were at the beginning. After the waitress was gone, we continued our small talk about our day. We almost had to shout to talk because the restaurant was so loud. I looked around the restaurant and admired families as they ate their food and enjoyed each other's company. I began to wonder what our two children were doing at the house with their sitter and made a mental note to call and check on them later that night. All of a sudden, Derek's hand ran up my thighs and landed in between my legs. Glad that I had opted for an outfit that made the access easy. I looked over at him and we locked eyes and we both knew what the other was thinking at the same time. A couple of things I cherished about our remarriage was our ability to communicate without words and how we were able to keep sex life so alive and hot after all these years. I slowly slid my panties off and stuffed them in my purse while holding my eye contact the whole time. I could feel myself getting wet as his fingers felt my love button. The excitement from trying something new and knowing that we could get caught hurt me on more than anything. As his fingers expertly moved circles around my sweet spot, I had to fight the urge to moan. Even though the restaurant was so loud, I didn't want to bring any attention to us. Just when I thought I was going to burst from all the pleasure and excitement, he stopped. He looked me in the eyes as he put his wet fingers in his mouth and sucked my juices off his fingers. I bit my bottom lip as a smile crept across my face. I loved how freaky my husband could be. I wanted him deep inside my mouth, but I knew that would be too obvious. I decided to try something risky and probably more obvious than having him in my mouth. I slowly inched closer to him and placed my hands on his belt buckle. And without being too obvious, I unbuckled his belt with one hand. And within seconds, I could hear his zipper unzipping as he hurriedly freed up. Happy that the table had a long tablecloth, I pulled my skirt all the way up and sat on his lap and he slid right in. I could hear him take a sharp breath as he slowly entered me. I could feel my body welcoming him in as my walls tightly closed around him. I looked around, trying to look innocent enough to make sure no one was looking. Boy, being in the corner had its advantages. I couldn't ride him hard like usual, so I settled for a slow grind. I fought back the urge to close my eyes from the pleasure of my husband's dick inside of me excitement from the whole situation made me want to let go of a big one right then, but I refused to come too soon. I quickened my pace, but still aware of my surroundings. I didn't make it too obvious. I could hear his breathing quickening as he placed his hands on my hips. A moment later, his nails were digging in my hips as he lifted his hips slightly, pushing himself deeper inside of me, making the walls of my juice box contract around him. I was on the urge and not being able to make a sound made it that much better. He then lifted his hips one more time and let go. I bit down hard on my bottom lip, so that no sound escape. I felt his dick jerking inside of me as he released himself. I could hear his breathing slowly calming down and returning to normal. After I was sure that he was done, I slid off his lap and returned to my original spot beside him. We both looked at each other with a wink and a smile. Right then, the returned with our food. We continued our normal talk about our day as if nothing had happened. I smiled aside as I ate my meal with a mixture of our juices running down my leg. And that's the end. Wow, that
0: was pretty hot.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: So that was just a little taste of what you have to yes. come. Yes, ma'am. Very nice, very, very, very nice. And so are those going to be the characters in the other short stories?
1: No, no, they, uh, it switches up. There's a couple of short stories that have a second part to them, but that one doesn't. Mm-hmm. I love it, I mm-hmm.
0: love mm-hmm. it. And so what are the genres of your short stories? Like any particular sexual orientation or uh,
1: lifestyle? actually a good mixture. I have one that, called um, My Husband's Girlfriend, which is more okay. of a swingers type of thing. And I'm, I'm really wanting to experiment with more, but the uh, erotic soap opera that I was talking about that I'm slowly working on getting completed, it explores a lot of more different sexualities and genres. Okay, okay. any BDSM? Oh yeah. Awesome. It, it goes there plus um, it kind of takes place in like a massage parlor after hours. Well, that sounds good. Yeah.
0: What are some of the other background scenes?
1: For the erotic soap opera, it's going to be based off like a drama, just trying to make it in life day by day. Also, a lot of them are living a secret life working there. And so it's going to have the male workers and female workers. It's going to be a good little mixture of everybody doing the dirt and then coming out and acting like as if none of that happened in there and then eventually some stuff starts to kind of follow them out into their normal life and then drama follows that so it's some of them having to come to terms with what they really want in life trying to live one way outside and then doing something else on the other side
0: well i think our listeners are going to really enjoy that a pretty good mixture of things and so Chantel, thank you so much and uh it was a pleasure meeting you today because this was my first time meeting you and i'm looking forward to having you uh, on the podcast more
1: yes thank you so much
0: and so that will do it for this very brief episode of forcing around with uh, kenny and Aaron. we're gonna do more of these episodes since we're more quarantined now than we have been so everybody out there please be safe we look forward to seeing you next week